Hi moms, I'm Becca Carnahan. And I'm Marie Tremblay. We're two mom friends and career development professionals here to help you answer that big question. What do I want to be when I grow up? Just because we're moms now doesn't mean we're all the way grown up yet. I know I'm not. Me neither. And we want to give you permission to grow, change, and evolve as a parent and professional. By sharing real stories from real moms, including our own, we're going to help you navigate the motherhood identity shift, career changes, work-life balance questions, and more. Are you ready to keep growing up with us? Yes? Then let's do this. Hi, everyone. Hi, Marie. Hi, Vicka. I'm so excited today that we're talking about LinkedIn and dedicating a whole episode to it. Mm-hmm. Actually, a whole two episodes. We're going to do two. Yeah. Um, one on the profile, one on engaging on LinkedIn. But I know, Marie, and you feel this too, that yeah. LinkedIn is can be kind of intimidating for folks. Yeah, especially for those who forgot LinkedIn for a decade, like yes. me. <laughs> and like our friend Jordan, <laughs> that yeah. we're going to talk. Well, so don't we tell Jordan's story, and Marie's going to share a bit of her story yeah. as well. And so you are not alone if you are feeling like LinkedIn feels a bit scary. doesn't mm-hmm. have to be. So here's Jordan's story. Uh, so once upon a time, Jordan graduated college in 2010, and she created a LinkedIn profile because her advisor told her to, or her mom told her to, or um, somewhere along the line, she thought that this might be important. So she created one. But then Jordan went into teaching. She worked in education for now it's over a decade. She taught middle school and had really settled into the school district, the school that she was in. So she wasn't job seeking. It wasn't mm-hmm. something that she felt like she had to go back to, to go back to LinkedIn. So yeah, her LinkedIn it happens pro- to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, some some of these uh, folks don't need it. Yeah. So the LinkedIn profile just kind of gathered dust for a little while. Yeah. She forgot that it was there. Uh, but then comes the turning point. <laughs> and mm-hmm. what Jordan realized is that she actually didn't want to stay in education for the next yeah. 20, 30 years of her career. She enjoyed it for a period of time, but... It was a change of season, change of life. And she was ready to make a move. And she was interested in moving into education technology. So she really loves education still, but moving into more of a customer success type of role, working with an ed tech company, helping other schools utilize technology in interesting Mm ways, which is really cool. For that kind of job search, though, she's going to need to network a bit more, uh, get herself out there. And LinkedIn is a great place to do it. LinkedIn is the place. Yeah, to, it's, to yeah. Know it. it's uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Maria, I know you said this Jordan story sounded familiar to you. So do you want to share a little bit about of, your experience? Of course. Yeah. So when I started as a lawyer back way back, beginning of the 2000s, um, LinkedIn was a thing. Of course, it just started uh, and I used it for a little while. But then I worked and I didn't really need it in that field. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped uh, the paid workforce for a while to have my kiddos. And I didn't think at all about LinkedIn. I forgot mm-hmm. my account. Actually, I think it got, I think the account got deleted or something like that. I forgot. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. And I didn't even have that email address anymore, actually. <laughs> yeah. So um, when I started working again, um, six, seven months ago, I felt so intimidated by LinkedIn mm-hmm. because I it felt like it was too much for me to just connect again with everyone. Yeah. And I remember you told me, you, you make things like so approachable and easy at the oh, beginning. Hey, <laughs> Thank you so much. Because you said, just start with your with your college friends. Like just huh? start with your connections. Just go from there 
and then it's good because we have that uh, big number on LinkedIn, like the 500. Yeah. And 100 connections. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. when you have less than 500, you have that number. It gives you the number. Written yeah. um, beside your name. So yeah, I just started by just contacting my uh, my existing network. Mm-hmm. And I had much more than I thought yeah. to start with. Mm-hmm. So I took it uh, one day and one week at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Jordan's going to do too. Uh, so I know for a lot of people, yeah, you know, I've been going into your LinkedIn profile and seeing like, oh, 74 connections. <laughs> that makes me feel not so good. Uh, so let's let's shape up your profile a little mm-hmm. bit and then start sending out some connection requests to the people who already know and like you <laughs> because there are a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but you might want to shape up your profile a little bit before you start sending those connection requests so that yeah. you feel even better about clicking connect and putting yourself back out there yeah. in that professional way. Absolutely. And create a new account if yours was deleted. Yes. Just like me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You can create a new one, start from scratch. That happens to folks too. And you're not starting from scratch in terms of your entire professional career. Mm-hmm. You're starting from scratch on LinkedIn. And it can go very, very fast in terms of yeah. building that network back up. And you're in good hands this week with Becca because she's a LinkedIn pro. I love, I love, I love LinkedIn. That. I'm such a nerd yeah. about LinkedIn. Uh, so why don't we just walk through some of these sections? So if you happen to be at your house right now, you can pull up your LinkedIn profile with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can listen to us right now in the in the car on your walk and then go back. And this is a quick little checklist for yep. you on things to do. Yeah. The goal for this episode today is to get you started on the right foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's about you know, you know us, it's about 20 minutes. So we're going to get you the main sections started so that it looks good to you and you can then use it for different reasons. But let's start with that profile picture. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? I'm I do. Sure you do. I do have thoughts. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you're going to notice when you open up your LinkedIn profile, there are two different places that you can put pictures. Mm-hmm. The first is going to seem very familiar to you. It's the profile picture. And this is the one place people start to get really hung up. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't have a professional headshot. And that's okay. You don't need to have a professional headshot. Here's what I suggest that you do. For your LinkedIn profile picture, you want to make sure it's a clear picture of your face Mm -hmm. because when people are coming to your LinkedIn profile, it's important to have a photo first of all so that- Yeah, let's say that first. Yeah, people know that your profile is real. Mm -hmm, Because it's not, we have some- bots yeah on linkedin yeah yeah yep, that happens um so let's make sure that people know that your profile is real uh that it also just has the sense of like personality to it too mm-hmm. like you like who's the person behind all of this mm-hmm. so and also it actually helps from from search results too so if people are fi- looking for, like recruiters are finding you you're going to have a higher hit rate of people looking at your profile if you have a profile photo mm. so lots of good reasons to have one and it doesn't need to be fancy. You don't need to go hire a professional photographer. I mean, do that if you want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's lovely professional photographers out there. But you can also grab a friend, grab your partner, mm-hmm. and it can be very, very simple. Put on something that feels like professional dress for your industry. You don't mm-hmm. need a suit. I'm not wearing a suit in mine. Uh, you can be just wearing a, a sweater, a nice top or something. Yeah. And because you're not even showing your entire body I feel <laughs> on like your LinkedIn profile. Sometimes are a thing of the past. Sometimes. Too. Yeah. It depends it's on your shifting. industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so wear what feels like like professional, business, casual yeah. sort of dress for your industry, your target industry. Mm-hmm. 
and then find some place where it has more of like a neutral background. And I actually even like doing these outside. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, because you don't need a fancy camera either. You know how your iPhone has that like portrait mode? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's just use portrait mode. Go outside, stand in the shade, not directly in the sunlight. I've learned mm. these from my photographer friends. Yeah. Um, so it's a, I mean, it's a sunny day, but you have, you're standing in the shade so that you have nice light, natural light coming mm-hmm. on you can see your face very clearly you're gonna look lovely um because just the way that the light is set up there and have someone take a photo of you from kind of the upper torso mm-hmm. up with the portrait mode um yep. because the background will kind of kind of blur a little bit more and that's it yeah that's your professional photo for your linkedin profile what i see people oftentimes trying to do is pulling a photo from 20 years ago no, not we, a we good want, idea. Yeah, we want, we want you. a recent picture yeah. of you. Yeah. Because right now you are you are beautiful and lovely just the way you mm-hmm. are. So let's be you in this profile photo. And also try to avoid photos where you're cropping other people out of the photo. Maybe it's a nice photo of you mm. from a party and you're like, maybe I can just like crop this out. It, yeah. it doesn't look as professional. Thanks for mentioning, mentioning this. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, we and, see a lot of those. Yeah. And you, if you can crop it really well, Great, go for it. If um, you're good on Canva and you can erase other people in the background, fine. <laughs> yes, but if you if you can't, yeah. try to just – this can take no more than 15 minutes by the time you, mm-hmm. like, brush your hair and go outside and take a photo. Yeah. So let's just call that done mm-hmm. for your profile photo. The other piece of it is your the banner photo yeah. right behind your your photo. And this is – I consider this to be kind of your personal billboard on mm. LinkedIn. So interesting. Yeah. So you can use this space to show more about you. Okay. In what way? In what way? Good question. A so, quote, like your ooh, contact. And I've seen some people putting their contact info there. Uh-huh. So it's visually attractive, like the email, sometimes their um, Instagram link or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. So if you go on Canva, um, Marie and I both love Canva. Yeah. Uh, it's a free tool, free like design tool that you can use. They have templates for a LinkedIn banner photo. Oh yeah, because the it's tricky because it's such a large cover photo. Yeah. So you have a specific yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of wide. Um so if you just get the template on Canva, this is totally free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have templates that yes, you can put in your contact information or some keywords and things you want to be known for. Yeah. Um I've seen people do quotes on mm-hmm. using that LinkedIn or the Canva template, making sure it's the right size, but then fitting the quote in there. That's nice. Uh, if you have a geographic preference about where you're going to work, I've seen people do like city skylines. Mm. If like they're looking for a job in New York City, maybe they'll have like a New York City skyline. Um, or I've also seen people what do... those work remotely? Like a beautiful picture of your living room with your laptop. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking to work remotely, yeah. sure. Like, let's get creative about it. Like, yeah. think about, like, a home office space um, mm-hmm. that you're showcasing. Um, if you are interested in fashion, let's do kind of oh, a, yeah. a photo that it can be one that you took or it can be one one of the free stock photos on Canva that you can use. Mm. Um, don't just Google something and then use it because yeah. then there's copyright. But yeah. if you find something on Canva or on um, any of these other like stock photo sites, you can mm-hmm. use photos related to your areas of interest and make that be your banner photo. Yeah, I don't want you to spend all day on this, um, but 
to put a little thought into what you want to be your your billboard to showcase mm-hmm. your interests or things about you. Yeah, we just want you to be comfortable with it. Yeah. And happy with. You're going to, I think you will be much happier when you have that banner photo up rather than just the blank gray yeah. screen because it sets you up to be like, oh, you know what? Marie, Marie put this extra effort in. Jordan put this extra mm-hmm. effort in to show what she's all about. Yeah, and it also can show your skills. Yeah, it can. With technology. Like if you're able to to pull off like a beautiful banner yeah. photo, it tells something about you too. Oh, she's comfortable with Canva or she can, yeah. that's I hadn't even thought about that. Mm. I think that's a really good point. And I think that's a good one too for folks who are returning to the paid workforce who might be wanting to showcase some of those skills. I relate to that too. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and a tool like Canva is used in a lot of different places. Mm. So if you can play around with it and you can learn it quick, Marie learned it real quick. Oh, it's, um, it's such a fun, fun thing. And it's, it's um, user friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's graphic in, design, it's user friendly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're turning this into a podcast about Canva. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we should do an episode well, maybe we'll do another on Canva. Yeah, episode yeah. on Canva. Um, so those are the photos. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Get your photos set up. The next piece I want you to go down to is your headline. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's fun yeah. too um, yeah. because I'm a LinkedIn nerd. Uh, so the headline, mm. what that automatically defaults to is your most recent or current job title. Okay. Yep. So if you are the assistant director of recruiting operations, I'm just using an old title of mine actually, yeah. um, that's going to automatically pop up into your headline. And that's fine. Okay. It's totally fine. It's fine to start with. That's Absolutely. What you're okay, great. Yep. Totally fine to start with. I'm going to challenge you, though, a little bit. If you are looking to make a change, let's make sure we utilize this space in the best way because headlines are one way that people can find you and search for you on LinkedIn. Oh, it's okay. It's a very searchable area. Okay. So if you have a title that is, like I just mentioned, assistant director of recruiting operations, and you don't necessarily want to be an assistant director of recruiting operations or Mm. a middle school teacher like Jordan. She's not looking to be a middle school teacher Mm. in her next role. What are some other keywords and phrases she could use within her headline to be more searchable? Okay, wow. Yeah. That's a great tool. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you look at something like my LinkedIn profile, I use keywords very strategically. I also talk about who I help and and how. So my LinkedIn headline is career coach and mom, Mm -hmm. helping parents land fulfilling jobs they love without giving up the flexibility they need. So it's a title, career coach. People search for career coach. But it's also talking about other keywords that I know people are looking for. I have mom in there very specifically mm-hmm. so because it's an important identity yeah. to me but also so that people who are looking at my profile know okay yeah she she gets me mm-hmm. um so for someone like jordan she can think about her experience as a middle school teacher and how does that relate the most to the customer success role that she mm. might want to have she is an education professional, so we want to include maybe something about K through 12 okay. in her headline okay, uh, because that could be related to the job title she's interested in. She could also put something in there around student and customer success. That's what she's doing as a teacher Yeah, is helping her students be successful or client success. 
that's what a lot of what she's doing as a teacher is helping them do that. So we need to think creatively about how you can pull certain keywords, how who you help and how yeah. into your headline. Oh, such a good way to see this. Who you help and why. Uh-huh. And how. And how. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So for for someone like Jordan, I might use something like instead of saying middle school teacher at George Washington Elementary, I might say um, K through 12 educator dedicated to utilizing technology to help students thrive. Boom. I'm just kind of pulled that out. Um, <laughs> uh, but think that's like who she helps and how. Yeah. Like I like using words like dedicated to, committed to, mm. uh, passionate about. We can use those to make to be like the connector between the title and who you help and how. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a nice way to feel confident too when mm-hmm. you're putting it out there into the world, being like, yeah, you know what? I do do that. It's a reflection as well. You have to think about mm-hmm. what's next for you. Yeah. And it's a simple sentence, but mm-hmm. it might be a big reflection it can, for yes. you. Especially when you use those. Um, it's Yeah, it's a good reflection tool for you. It's also a good way to put yourself out there in the mm-hmm. world with your a title that people are going to be searching for. Yeah. So that's your headline. Great. Um, so where do you go next? Where do you go next? Um, the next piece of it is the about section. Okay. Yeah. Directly below that. And this is something that a lot of people skip. I'm going to encourage you not to mm. um, because you could go straight into your experience section. That part's easy. The experience is like, yeah, put in your job, the past jobs that you've had. Um, you can even just leave it at that. You don't need to put the bullet points in yet. I'll encourage you to do it once we do an updated episode yeah. uh, on how to optimize that some more. But but the about section is how to write your story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is it your your history, your background, uh-huh. and also what's next? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if you remember, we did kind of a an episode on elevator pitch. Oh yeah. Uh, about what Personal you want someone. To, yeah, what you want someone to remember about you. What's the highlight reel? What's next? Hmm. That's kind of your LinkedIn about it's section your about too. Section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, the couple nuances with your LinkedIn about section. I like to start with a hook, hmm. on a LinkedIn about section. Be like. And this is something like, what what lights you up? What gets you excited? What drives you towards this work? So for Jordan, what does she love about education? Hmm. What does she find fascinating about the intersection between technology and education? It's a reflection. Um, but she might say, for instance, that she loves being able to find a technology tool that makes teaching easier, that hmm. makes learning more fun. Um, that's a hook. I, yeah. I love being able to use technology to make learning more fun. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Tell me more. Let's read more. Let's yep. read more. And then she can go into the next little mini paragraph. These don't need to be long. And she's writing in first person. So you notice that like this is not oh, yeah, yeah. as as formal as a resume. This is a bit more um, more casual. So she's writing, okay, what are the things that you want someone to know about me? Maybe that oh, I've spent the past decade as a middle school teacher, uh, interacting a lot with these these technologies. Here's how I've used them to help my students. Uh, maybe she gives a couple more stories, uh, mm. little stories about what type of what type, what type of tool she's comfortable with, um, how she views that as connected to customer success. And then 
if you're not openly seeking, if you're not like if your employer doesn't know that you're mm-hmm. looking for a new job, you might not want to say, I'm open to a new position right now. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. But you can still do a call to action saying, let's connect to talk more about the, the intersection between technology and education or oh, yeah. okay. connect, connect with me here on LinkedIn or via email and put your email in. Make it open for someone to want to engage with you. Okay. So that's your about section. If you're getting stressed about any of these parts, let's just start with the basics. Let's start with your photo. Let's do a very simple headline. Skip the about section if you're stressed about it. That's what I was going to say, because if it's a big one, the about section. You can skip. And what we want you to do is take the time to really think about that. Mm-hmm. special paragraph yeah. so you can skip it for now skip it and, for now fill out your education yeah. fill out your experience the the roles that you are in make sure mm-hmm. they're tied back to the companies the company pages mm-hmm. um, so then at, at the very least you have a profile that has photos that you're happy with you have a headline that yeah. talks about yourself and your experience and you have your ex- you have your experience listed out so that you're ready to just like start clicking connect with folks but I encourage you to go back to that about section yeah. because I think that's where the magic happens. When you're able to tell your story really effectively and have someone learn more about you through the way that you write and talk about yourself, it's really cool. So let's let's come back, sure we come back to that mm-hmm. and use LinkedIn to your best advantage. Yeah. And if you need some help with it, you can definitely write us or join our community that's what we do that's oh what yeah. we help folks with oh yeah because we have a lot of people who were not on linkedin for a while mm-hmm. and we can definitely help you with that yeah so if you want to know more you can also watch the free webinar at beccacarnahan.com slash free training yeah Thanks for tuning in to When Mommy Grows Up. If you're interested in learning more about how career coaching can help you along your journey of growing up as a mom and professional, head over to beccacarnahan.com slash free training for a free training on how to land a fulfilling job you love without giving up the flexibility you need. You can contact us at podcast at nextchaptercareers.us if you have questions, comments, or want to share your story for some coaching on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll be here every week with coaching stories and two mom friends in your corner.